Thank you for listening to this message from Life in the Sun Christian Fellowship. We hope you'll be inspired to honor God and make disciples. When we were sharing our M&M theme, we, the group back there, we were, we were just kind of discussing, of course, the criteria, you know, based on the colors that we choo- uh, chose. And then we realized that we were the same group that we sat together, the last mugs and muffins that we had. <laughs> so, anyways... Um, as I was praying for this uh, message for today, um, I, didn't, I was asking God, how am I going to just share, you know, exercise and um, our topic for today, which is inner and outer strength. So the message that I got was, let me see if this works. So my message for today is titled, How Strong is Your Wall? But before we go into that, we're going to define what strength is. So strength is a quality or state of being physically strong. It's able to resist being moved or broken by any force. And it allows us to deal with problems in a more effective way. Okay, so um, God is the main designer of our life. He's the main builder of our life. And so if we look at the verse... In Psalms, it says, God is our refuge and strength, our ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall to the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose stream make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. So that is my main verse. In this verse, you can see that women, as women, we are strong. We are able to do what we are called to do. Um, and God did not leave us to ourselves. He is there within us, and he is there every single day. Um, <clears throat> so some examples that I found... Um, this verse here, unless the Lord builds a house, the builders labor in vain. Here in this picture there, I don't know if you guys remember when we had our earthquake back in um, 1993. That was the Royal Palm Resort. And it had crumbled when the earthquake struck the island. And the reason why is because, of course, the the constructors, they had um, just took shortcuts they um, just use cheap rebar, probably just cheap products, just so that they can get the project done and get, you know, get the, um, the hotel open. But what happened, it fell. So like in our lives, if God isn't the main builder, if we take shortcuts in our lives, we can fall also into destruction. Okay, so God gave um, these men here, he called them. He called Noah. He called David, Nehemiah, and Jesus to build what he wants for, for um, a purpose during that time. And when he, when he builds, he, doesn't, he also provides materials, and he is very specific in his design. So he gave every detail to the ark, to the tabernacle, to the temple, and also to the rebuilding of the wall, right? 
So in relation to us women, um, we also design us women to be helpmates, not just to our husbands, but also to our friends, our co-workers, our children, and those uh, that, are, that we, come, uh, we become involved with. You know, every, everyone that comes into our lives, we become a part of their lives, and, um, you know, and then we're designed to help them. But before we do that, sometimes we need to be physically fit, right, to, to be able to carry out what we want to do. Uh, because sometimes we can't just depend mentally or emotionally or spiritually, but we also need to be physically able. And if we just kind of let things go at the wayside, you know, we don't have energy, we become very moody, we become very irritable, right? So um, when I started running, um, it was hard for me to run even a mile. So it, but just persistence, and then when I found my support group, you know, they were able to push me. So here as women, we are supporters for one another. So whether we dive into exercising, whether it's any um, projects or any, anything that we want to be a part of, we have other women to, to give us that support, all right? So, um, with, so that was the first one there. It was in Honolulu. At the start of the race, it was drizzling. And then the sun came out, and so now we're all, like, cheering because we crossed the finish line. Okay. All right. So benefits of exercising. Okay. This is just a list that I got of, out of the um, Center of Disease Control. So you can also look at the website. I have the website at the end of the slide. But some of the things that we can benefit from exercising is, of course, to control our, our weight. We can sleep better. It'll help with just medical Medically, condition, or medically, it can help as well, um, you know, with cardiovascular, with diabetes, um, with cholesterol. It, uh, it can also help strengthen our bones because as we get older, you know, our bones tend to get brittle. And if we don't do any uh, physical training with weight training, we don't have that resistance that our bone needs to become, you know, to, just to stay strong. Um, because I notice, like, if, as I'm getting older, it's harder for me to get up. <laughs> like, I, if I'm squatting down, I'm just like, ooh, ow, ow. It's just, I'm just like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> so, um, so, is it, so there are tons of benefits for exercising, okay? Um, it also just helps with just um, our mood, and, and, you know, we can just better interact with, with one another. So nutrition, not only do we need to exercise right, but we also need to eat right. Um, just never mind today because we're enjoying our mugs and muffins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll start tomorrow. <laughs> or maybe Monday, Monday, because Sunday we're going to eat out. Okay. But um, just make sure that we, we partake of all these colors because every color has a benefit. Um, sometimes we don't want to be too, de too dependent on, you know, too many vitamins or too many supplement pills because there, there isn't any fiber in the supplement pills that can help and uh, that can help, you know, digest the food that we take. So we need to take it more from whole foods than from more um, um, artificial, artificial foods. 
Okay. So next slide. Okay, so that's that's just a list that um, we went through. Just whole grains, high fiber, low fat dairy products, nuts, and cut your sugar down, cut your alcohol down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Am I speaking to somebody here? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Okay, and then I just inserted I just inserted this here because sometimes it's good to know. Um, when I took the Moto Roberts class, uh, maybe five six years ago, she taught us how to read labels. It's really important to know to look at the serving sizes. Sometimes we finish the whole bag, and then you realize how much calories you ate. So if you want, if you really want to control your weight or even lose weight, you just really have to attend to the nutrients. And whatever you're looking for, for example, if you want more protein, if you want more fiber, that's what you want to look for in the label. Okay? So next one. Okay. I just want to insert this before I go into the second half of my uh, presentation. Oh. Oh. Patrick's going to push the button. That means you don't have to run. Wow, what a beautiful day. Listen, everyone cheering. This is going to be great. Months of training is paying off now. I'm hydrated, glucosed up, and my mental game is on point. Let's do this. Okay, so I'm a little behind on my normal pace. No big deal. Just keep going. And I think I missed a spot on my thigh with my body glide. Sure, that won't be a problem. And I don't need to stop for water just yet. Oh, look, here come some hills. That'll be fun. Wait, I'm not even halfway through yet. Feels like I've been running forever. What's with all these hills? The whole course hills? I think this is going to be tougher than I thought. Where is everybody? Am I still on course? I haven't seen a water stop in forever. Why didn't I get water earlier? Well, it's just me, myself, and the road, I guess. Nothing left to do besides confront all of my inner demons. I am going to die! Why did I ever decide to do this? My thighs are raw like two hams, and I think my toenails just fell off. What else could possibly go wrong? Oh, great, the runner's trots! Well, at least I haven't hit the wall yet. I hit the wall! <laughs> I have never been so tired in all my life. Even my teeth are tired. I, I think I should just quit. Stop passing me, you jerks! No, I need to power through. I didn't train for months to give up this late. Time to dig deep. 
Think of that Olympic runner who finished with a broken leg. That was really gross. But the point is, if he can do it, so can I. Now, come on. The finish line is right up there. One foot in front of the other. Yes! I did it! Oh, this is the greatest feeling in the world! Carry me to the car. Okay. Okay, so usually when you plan for a marathon, you, um, of course, you train for it, and then you, well, first you pick your destination, and then you train. And then, um, then you get you also have to have the proper attire, correct shoes, et cetera, et cetera. So when I when I chose to do the New York City Marathon, I um, of course it was it was exciting because you know just running through five different uh, boroughs was just amazing, and then we went through all the bridges. Um, but there is a journey in the Bible that took a long time to complete, and that was the wilderness journey. So um, when the Israelites were um, getting ready to leave Egypt, go into the wilderness where God was calling them to, they, um, they didn't just have just their running gear, you know, to bring with them. You know, as a runner, okay. As a runner, you only have your own gear. But, you know, when the Israelites left, you know, they were, they were called to, to go and worship God, right? And so, um, but they, they didn't realize what their journey was or, or how long it was going to take, okay? In the desert, of course, you don't have Statue of, of Liberties. You don't have... You know, Staten Island, you don't have all these uh, um, uh, um, people cheering for you. But God was cheering for them, right? So um, when you hit your wall, sometimes it's hard to pick up. And not just, I'm not just talking about just marathon wall. I'm just talking about, you know, just spiritually, right? Okay, let me just turn my page in. Okay, so so this is what I would normally take in a uh, marathon. I would just take my fuel belt, and a fuel belt is what I learned before. I'm like, what's a fuel belt? I thought it was something for a car, but it's not. <laughs> it's my actual running gear. So, and it holds your gels, your uh, water bottle, your bib number, and whatever personal items you want to take on the race. Okay, so what does hitting the wall mean? It's a sudden wave of fatigue, body wants to collapse, and your mind starts to give in, right? But the Israelites hit their wall in the wilderness. You know that when Moses was up in the mountain talking to God, they, they were left to their own, you know, their own um, devices. They decided to build a, a golden calf. You know, they... Um, and even like with the Tower of Babel, you know, they, they were just thinking for themselves. They said, Let, let's build this tower so that it can bring, glo- bring glory to us, right? But, um, but sometimes we hit the wall when we feel like it's taking too long. And, 
And when it when our answers are coming too long, sometimes we we tend to dive into our own answers. We tend to to seek other avenues to reach that goal, right? So um, in the in the state of the of the calf, they use all the jewelry, all the um, from the sons and daughters. And so if we invest in the wrong things, we can do more damage than good. So sometimes when we decide to exercise or if we want to lose weight, sometimes we can, we can do the quick fixes like, you know, just doing crash diet, starvation, binging, all that. But that's not really healthy. That's more damaging to our bodies. So um, it's really important to, to, seek, to seek proper care um, and um, just... Uh, good advice from from your doctor just to make sure that you're you're approaching it in a correct way, but other kinds of um, destructions that we can build is uh, these dis- the, uh, destructive walls: the wall of isolation, the wall of despair, wall of unforgiveness, wall of doubt and unbelief, wall of blame and self pity. So. Um, these are walls that we do we do not want to to build, because when we when we draw away from God, our life is also being sucked out of us. So we don't want to to um, lose sight of where God has called us to be, and it's just in being in the company of good women and and men just to help us in our path, right? So in order to um, Start an exercise program. First, we have to have that desire. We have to know our purpose, a plan. Find a good workout partner that can keep us accountable. But lastly, but more importantly, we need to just involve God in everything that we do so that he can, you know, push us through the end. I was always kind of sickly when I was younger, and um, I got into my 30s. And the first time I went to a gym, I was 33, and it was uh, an interesting situation. My mom had had some heart surgery, and she came home, and she said, anybody who wants to join the gym, I'm buying. And there's eight siblings. And so six of us, uh, she bought as a membership. Some of you remember Gold's Gym? And uh, we're all morning people, so all six of us used to come in at 5 in the morning, and the people in the gym would start singing that song, We Are Family. Remember that song, right? And uh, so I started actually not working out until I was 33. But I got so addicted to it that one day I was, you know, I'd get up in the morning. I man, couldn't wait to get to the gym. And I would take my Bible because I thought, well, I'll be spiritual too. And I remember getting up on the, uh, the Stairmaster, and I put my Bible there, and I opened it. And the verse that came right up there was, it said, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value, holding promise for this life and the life to come. And the Lord said, you know, Terry, you're just so excited, and you get up, and you're so committed to coming here, but have you spent time with me? And I was like, so I made a commitment that I would spend time with the Lord before I go work out, and I'd get high on him and not on on the workouts. But uh, you know, that introduced me to exercise, and I'm very challenged by what Sheila mentioned. And um, some of you did not know, but the ALT, uh, Asian Leadership Team, was here. And Pastor Joey Bonifacio was here. And so in line with what 
Sheila said, I want to share with you something he shared with me that has really caused me to think about exercise and taking care of myself. The first thing he said is, uh, if you discover something, like we've discovered today, ways that we can prepare to be physically fit, and what that means for us even spiritually, he says, the first thing you you discover something. Wow, I discover I like this. I, I like running. Or I discover I have a health condition and I need to do something about it. So that's the first thing, discovery. The second thing is um, desire. Now do you have the desire to do something about it? And, you know, no, many of us discover and we desire, but we never get past that. You know, I desire to do this. You know, I have these imaginations, seriously have these imaginations, that <laughs> of what I could do physically. There's something in there that you're like, yeah, I could do that physically. But if it just stays desire, nothing happens. So discover, desire, and the third one is then um, decision. A decision has to be made. I am going to decide to get up, and I'm going to go walking. I'm deciding that I'm going to change what I eat. I'm deciding, and, and that's also true in the spiritual realm. You know, I discover I need the word of God, you know, and then do I move to that place of desire and decision? Now, this is what he said. He said that when we get to that point of decision, if you've not been building disciplines into your life, like let's say I'm, you know, let's say I'm 40 years old and I've not been eating well most of my life. I haven't exercised or anything. When I get to that point when I'm making decision, expect that there will be a dip because no, no disciplines have been built into me. So people sometimes, you know, at 40 or 50 go, yeah, you know, this is what I'm going to do, and they get to the decision and all of a sudden, they're like, hit a wall. Like, you know, oh, wow, why isn't it easy? I made a decision. It's because some disciplines have not been built into our life. And some people who are younger, like my daughter Tara, I mean, she's been a health nut and, a, you know, just in great shape. She does not have to go through that dip. She just moves on to decision, I'm going to do it. And then he says, as, you, as soon as you can get past that and build in those disciplines, he says, now you're in delight. You're in that place. You're, you're happy. And you know what? When you get to there, the last D is you find your destiny. That's true in the spiritual realm. That's true in the physical realm. You know, it took me probably all my life, I thought, I want to go into full-time ministry. I want to be, you know, I had the desire, I had the desire, the desire. But that's all. It's, it, I discovered that, and it stayed only at the desire part until I made a decision. Lord, I'm, you're calling me out of a secular job, and you're calling me into full-time ministry. I made a decision. But because I made that decision in my 50s, there was a dip. It was like, man, this is hard. I've got to trust God to provide. Um, You know, just some disciplines had to be built in. But as soon as that happened, then came the delight of serving God and finally fulfilling and walking into my destiny. And so what Sheila shared is really true in the physical realm, and it's true in the spiritual realm. I remember when Mark, uh, you know, he's always worked out, and so his disciplines are always been there. He's been an athlete for a long time. And so when he got to, you know, we work out, we work out all the time now, and it's like, uh, but he said <laughs> there was a time when he got to, to discover, you know, this is what I can do physically. I can run. I can play basketball. I'm a swimmer. He's, he's an athlete. And then you know, he had the uh, desire, but came the decision, the decision part, he had to change his eating. 
And so he always jokes. He says, you know, after I eat a whole bag of Oreos, I don't feel good. I just feel different. And it's just funny because he's like, he can eat a whole bag of Oreos. And he used to do that when he was younger. And so the thing is, in every area, we discover, we desire, we decide. And if you are in, a, in that decision place where I am too, I mean, in the physical sense, when I made a decision to start working out, I actually went and hired a trainer. So somebody, I would have to come to the gym, hold me accountable, he's going to train me. You know what she said about having a partner with you? That's so important. Having a partner with us spiritually is so important. Someone to, like, you know, spur us on. And then you get to that place of delight. And God's desire is that we find our destiny. Isn't that amazing? He, so I really just wanted to share that because I just threw my message out because I was sitting there and the Lord said, just share that. And so um, let's just pray and commit our bodies and our spirits to the Lord. And wherever you're at, whether it's in the discovery stage, maybe it's in, you're in that desire and you're not able to move forward, Lord, help us to make that decision. And God is there for us to even help us in that place when we dip into having to, to have some disciplines. And then we want to get to a place of delight and destiny. So, Father, I thank you for the word today. And, Lord, I thank you that you're writing something on our hearts. And, Father, I thank you that you're patient with us. And, you know, when I think of that verse that says, um, there is a great cloud of witnesses uh, cheering us on, and that you have gone before us, and you're with us. And so, Lord, whether it's changing our diet or getting more of the word, Father, help us to move from the desire to the decision to make a decision today to trust you, to take us through, like the Israelites, to take us through the, the journey, to come out on the other side, Lord, where we have delight, where we are uh, in that place of delight, and where you're delighting in us. And, Father, eventually that we would grab a hold of our destiny. So, Father, thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen.